Howdy, friends. I'm Mentor the Hummingbird. Welcome to Keystone Pond, where life is a thing we cherish and sometimes have to fight darn hard to protect. My beaver friends, Jack, Blair, and their daughter, Kia, built this dam by the sweat of their brow, causing this beautiful landscape you see. All of us here are mighty thankful for their hard work, because it provided a home for the rest of us animals. They say they're just doing what they know in their nowhere-to-do, and I guess you could say that's kind of our philosophy around these parts. We each try to do our best at what we're good at, and my, oh my, do things seem to work out like magic. Thanks for stopping by. Pull up a chair. Stay a while. We've been waiting for a friend like you. Sun's coming up for treetop. Horizon's bright and clear. Fish are swimming, birds are flying over. Someday, you and me, meet me at the tree of life. Boy, oh boy, did we get some storm last night. You should have heard the cracks of thunder and seen the flashes of lightning shoot through the sky. I hardly slept a wink with all that wind blowing. Thought my nest was sure to go sailing through the air. And the rain, holy buckets of rain. Mabel in Murray Moose's rain gauge said we got six inches overnight, which nearly washed away their chicken coop. On the other side of the pond, Reginald Goose's bunker got flooded. In other news, Esther and Vince Frog reported this morning that their cooking treehouse was damaged by one of those cracks of lightning. Finnegan and Miles Turtle are on their way over with some special repair goo they invented last week. We were all praying the dam would hold through the storm. Without that dam, our beloved pond goes down Rick's Creek. Those busy beavers are always looking after us, though, and keeping that damn strong. Mmm, I smell bacon, and it's coming from the beaver lodge. Hey, Jack, hand me the tongs for the bacon, will ya? Sure, Blair, right after I give these pancakes a flip. Kia, breakfast is almost ready. Could you come set the table and make coffee? We've got a full day ahead, mending the dam from last night's storm. Coming, Ma. <sighs> Hardly slept a wink last night with all that thunder and lightning. Is the dam okay? I peeked before first light and saw what looks to be a six-inch hole near the bottom of the dam. I did a quick fix 
Everything's holding okay, but I don't know how long it'll last. Okay, Ma. Then let's eat up and get her done. I'll calculate how much wood and mud we'll need on my laptop. Hey, my wood fi isn't working. Hmm. tricity must be down in one of the quadrants. I'll see where it might be interrupted as I assess where we should take wood from. The West Bank needs some new growth before we take any more from there. Guess I'll have to do the calculations the old-fashioned way. Using your noggin and fingers? Pa! Give me a hand and we'll get the answer quicker. Okay, you two math whizzes seem to have those calculations under control. I'll check on the water level and add depth accordingly. We need to save the water we do have. Hey, Ma, try this gadget I've been working on. Wow, that's one fandangled machine, Kia. How's it work? Well, first you stick this probe into the side right here, see? Okay, got it. Then all you have to do is calculate the measurement from this dial with the last depth measured. This is brilliant, Kia. I do love your inventions, especially when they make my work faster and easier. Thanks, Ma. Just doing what I know in my nowhere to do. Now, if you could invent something to keep track of tree inventory, that'd be fantastic. Well, Pa, that's simple. First, we create a geospatial database accounting for the total management area, create a polygon overlay for the average stems per hectare, add in the annual regrowth rate, and subtract the stems harvested and those lost to windfall. Voila, there's your tree inventory. What jeepers creepers, Kia. You're one handy beaver to have on the team. Thanks, Pa. Should we get busy, beavers? I'll give this big old beaver tail a slap when I have the best location for trees. And we'll be on our way. It's good to know the dam is holding okay for now. And I'm glad my beaver friends are on the case. But a six-inch hole? Wow-wee, that's a big un. Hope they can manage to get it under control. Here's a fun fact for you, friends. Did you know beaver dig the pond deeper and deeper so as big, mean bears and wolves and wolverines can't get at them? You know what else it does? It keeps water from evaporating. That's another word for disappearing, especially when we're short on rain, which certainly isn't the case at Keystone now. I saw Blair go under the water and ain't seen her come up for a coon's age. She can hold her breath for a super long time. Look, there's Jack on the northeast bank of the pond, near the entrance of Rick's Creek, which is flowing fast and furious. This is definitely the spot. Oh, good, because we need to get fixing the dam. That hole is draining the pond. We've lost a foot of water. I dug and worked at deepening the pond closest to the dam in hopes of slowing down the water loss. That's good, Ma. Because I've calculated we'll need half a quart of wood and 200 kilograms of mud for the repair. We need to hurry. By my calculations, if we divide the present pond volume by the whole diameter multiplied by an average orifice coefficient and the square root of 2 times gravity acceleration means we have about three hours before the pond is fully drained. Well, what were we beaver made to do? Stop water!
follow me. There are nice trees behind this big ancient one. Oh, look, she lost a huge limb in the storm. Looks like the one we attached our electricity line to. It's no wonder we have no power. Let's tend to that after we get the dam fixed. Smart idea, Ma. This looks like a perfect willow here. Sure does, Kia. Pitter-patter. Let's get at her. Those busy beaver are sure working hard to get that hole fixed. Wish I could give them a hand, but these wings were made for flying, not swimming. Guess that's why we each have our part to play at the pond. Finnegan and Miles Turtle's goop must have did the trick. Smoke's coming from the chimney up at Esther and Vince Frog's cookhouse. Those frogs can sure whip up some good grub. One night, they made a paella that was lip-smacking delicious. Mabel and Murray Moose's famous tomato sauce, made from their homegrown tomatoes, was the not-so-secret secret ingredient. Jack uses it, too, for his famous Friday night wood-fired pizza. Yum! Boy, do we eat good around the pond. Mm-hmm. Hey, today's Friday. Pizza night! Okay, this should be the last one, and then the dam is fixed. Oh, Kia, can you finish cutting it? My jaws are tired. Sure, Ma. How many pieces should we cut it into? I think thirds would be good. I'll handle this chunk here. I'll get this top piece. Need a hand, Jack? You've got the widest part. I think I can handle it. I could use your chompers at this end, Ma. Can do. Psst, we have company. Volterra's back. Will that Wolverine ever give up? Act like we don't know he's there. Kia, looks like he's got his eyes on you. Got it, Ma. Let's keep at this log. Let me know when he's almost on my tail. That Volterra thinks he's going to get a beaver meal today. Look at him drool and lick his lips as he sneaks up behind Kia. Now! Volterra just pounced to attack from behind when flap flew Kia's tail, shooting him through the air. <laughs> oh no, he's getting to a stop behind Blair. Rolled and bounding to his feet, now he's lunging toward her. Oh good, she spotted him hurtling through the air, fierce jaws aimed toward her side. She turns to block him, but it's too late. He got her. Ow! She shoves him away with a backhand, but he comes in for another chomp. Oh, no! Blair, run! Right. Beavers aren't fast runners, but they sure can swim. Get to the water, Blair. Get to the water! She's heading toward the pond, past Jack. Volterra's closing in on her, his pointy teeth 
aimed for her back. He dives, mouth wide open. What's that? Jack just jammed a stick into Volterra's gaping mouth. He landed with a thud and gets up, shaking his head like Mabel's beaters on baking day. That stick ain't coming out. He's sputtering and gagging. Look at him run off into the bush. Those beavers outsmarted him. Oh! Blair, Blair, are you okay? Ma, Ma, did he get you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm afraid he did. I'll be okay. Just get me over to that tree. Blair, you're really bleeding. You need some help. I'll be fine, Jack. Don't worry about me. Sit back against this tree and rest, Blair. Kia and I will search for something to get the bleeding stopped. Let's look along the bank over there, Kia. What are we going to do, Pa? Nearest beaver doctor's two ponds away. I wish the wood fi was working. I'd search for a solution. Let's put our heads together. She can't travel in her condition. Sure wish there was a doctor closer. She's pretending she's okay, but the way she's wincing and writhing is almost more than I can bear. My, oh my, my friend Blair is sure in trouble. I wonder, I wonder if there's something I could do. Hmm, we did discuss at the last pawn meeting we're lacking in medical services. I better go zip over to the doctor's pond and see if anyone's there. Hello, dear friends. Whatever seems the matter? It's my mother. She was attacked by a wolverine and is bleeding profusely. I would be happy to help. I am a crane doctor in search of a place to nest. May I offer my services? Jack, come here. Who is this? A crane doctor? She's not a beaver. What does she know about beavers? I've heard of her kind. They practice some kind of voodoo magic. I don't want her kind of help. She's not a beaver. I'm skeptical too, Blair. But what choice do we have? You're losing blood and quick. Let's see what she has to say. Jack, she could do more harm than could. You know what happened to my ma when she had a crane helper once. She was never the same. That voodoo they do is dangerous. Blair, I'm at a loss, and I don't want to lose you. Let's hear her out. That won't hurt anything. (sighs) Thank you for your offer to help, Eloise. I'd like you to look at my wife's wound. I don't think it's good at all. Could I see your wound? No need. I'll be fine. I understand, and I know you will be, but could I please have a look? Only if you stay right there. No touching me. I'm a beaver, not a crane. What I need is a beaver doctor. I promise. Just a quick look. I won't touch you. Ma, let her assess your wound. You're going to die if we can't get this bleeding under control. Please, she seems nice. They always seem that way to start with. Ma, you're delirious. Pa and I are right here. We won't let anything happen to you. Okay. 
Okay, just as long as she doesn't touch me. Thank you for trusting me, Blair. Now let's see what we're dealing with here. Could you pull your arm away for a moment? There we go. Just coming in a little closer. Moving my beak out of the way. Hmm. I see the teeth marks. Hmm. Oh. Okay. We need something to stop the bleeding. Calendula usually grows in this area. Have you seen the yellow or orange flowers anywhere? We need to make a salve to stop the bleeding and help the healing process. Flowers? Flowers are supposed to help me? Jack, get me a beaver doctor. Blair, it's too late to get a beaver here. Eloise is our only hope. Oh, great. Now you're into this voodoo, too. I think that's what Mabel grows up the driveway to their farm. Hey, I recognize that whistle anywhere. Murray, so good to see you. I'm glad you're here. Well, howdy. You folks okay over there? Y'all need a hand? It's Ma. Volterra bit her side and we need to stop the bleeding. Calendula might help. Didn't you plant some this spring, Mabel? You bet, dearie. And it's blooming something fierce. How much y'all need? Two handfuls ought to do the trick. Mabel makes the best calendula lotion for my dry hooves. Makes them smooth as a baby's bottom. Here we are, sugars. This enough? Oh, that'll do just fine. Now, I need something to grind the flowers to begin making the salve. I'll need... Did I hear someone say grind? I'm Finnegan Turtle, and my son here is a grinding machine. Right, Miles? You bet, Dad. And what is it you need? And how fast do you need it? Calendula. And we need it in short order. Blair here has a wound and it's imperative we get the bleeding stopped. How fast can you work? My highly effective jaws, along with the chemical action of my saliva, will break down the flowers in a matter of seconds. Turtle spit on my arm? Ooh, first a crane doctor and now this? Ma, you need to relax. Relax? How do you expect me to relax when I might die at the thought of turtle spit? Do what you think is best, Eloise. Chew these up, Miles. And is there olive oil around here? Why, of course. Can't make my specially wood-fired pizza without it. Okay, you go get it while Miles chews up the calendula. How's it going over there, Miles? Excellent. Turtles and cranes working together. Oh, herbal infusions. Am I hallucinating? Relax, Ma. Stay calm. No need to get all worked up. That won't help with the bleeding. Stop telling me to relax. After all, I think I already died and in some weird alter universe surrounded by voodoo magic. Here's the olive oil Italiano. Only the best for my pizza. Okay, Miles. Are the flowers ready? Go back! Okay, gang. 
anyone know the location of a beehive? We need beeswax. At ease, soldiers. Colonel Reginald Goose reporting for duty. Did I hear you say beehive? Well, hello there. Yes, I did. Do you have a location? Yes, ma'am. I just flew in on approach Vector Charlie, and there's a swarm happening around a hive on the west bank at this very moment. I can distract the bees when someone goes in for the wax. Gotta be someone who can climb a tree. Tree climbing is our thing. Aye, Esther. It's the bees we might have trouble with. Don't worry about the bees, Vince. I know how to distract them. Follow me, troops. Okay, I think I totally lost it. Now tree frogs and Canadian geese are in on this. What is this pond coming to? Hang in there, Blair. It won't be much longer now. Ah, back at Keystone. I wonder why there wasn't a soul around that doctor pond. I need to rest my weary wings. Cozy up in my nest. Looks like everyone's gathered around Blair under that big tree. Wonder who that strange lanky bird is pointing and dancing about with Jack's olive oil. Oh, here comes Reggie with Esther and Vince in tow. Reggie landed in that tree with the big beehive. Now he's chatting with my bee friends. They're following him somewhere. Esther and Vince jumped up to the beehive branch and are starting to reach into the hive. Oh, I know my bee friends don't like having their hive messed with. The frogs are in trouble. I distracted the bees for as long as I could, but they called in reserves to flank back to their hive. I need some volunteers. I'll help. Me too! Climb aboard, troops! Gonna teach you the halo jump. First, strap on one of them chutes. They fly in to find Esther and Vince caught red-handed by the bees, and the bees about to descend on the frogs. Reggie flies so high he can hardly breathe and tells Kia and Miles to jump and open chute real low for a sneak attack. They land at the hive. Kia grabs a piece of beeswax, thanking my bees for all their hard work, and sends up a balloon. Miles grabs the frogs as she does. Reggie swoops in and snags the balloon string, pulling up the whole lot of them out of the bee swarm. They all fly back to the crowd gathered around that ancient tree. Kia hands Eloise the wax. Now to mix it up. What about Mentor? He has the speediest wings in the West. Now that's a job I can handle. Engaging my wings to supersonic. I close my eyes and plunge into the jar of oil, flowers, and beeswax. 
With it oozing around my tiny body, it's hard to keep my speed going. Must do it for Blair. Time for ultra supersonic speed. Well done, Mentor. It's ready for application, Blair. But that means I'll need to touch you. Jack! Jack, will you do it? Eloise is the professional here, Blair. I know you're afraid. Do you think you can muster up some courage? I'll be gentle. I promise. Let me know if anything hurts. Oh... Okay, I'll try to be brave. Eloise dips her wing in the salve and brings it out, covered in the beautiful ointment. Blair's teeth are chattering as she approaches. Poor Blair. Eloise bends her long neck toward Blair and applies the salve on the wound. She's looking around for something. You need some lambs here, dear? I found it on the bank over yonder. It'll make a good bandage. Perfect. Thanks, Mabel. All finished, Blair. Holy guacamole! That big ancient tree is shining like a million stars! And Blair! Blair is glowing as bright as the morning sun! What's happening? Is this voodoo? Blair, you okay? I've never seen this happen before. I hypothesize it's a chemical reaction. Can't be, Dad. Nothing's reactive in those compounds. Reminds me of the Aurora Borealis on an Arctic recon mission. What in the name of Pete is going on? Pete? Who's Pete? Ma, how are you? Actually, I don't feel anything. What do you mean? The pain. It's it's gone. And the bleeding. It's stopped. And it looks as though the entire wound has completely healed. Wowee! Healed? Blair has not been walking around like nothing even happened. That is something of a miracle, I'd say. Jeepers, I've never seen anything like it. All of us mesmerized are gathered around the tree to get a glimpse of its magic. But it's back to its normal, beautiful self. Seems you are well and good, Blair. I'd best be on my way to find a nesting spot before nightfall. I know you don't want my kind around. Your kind? I'm so sorry. I was wrong. Please don't go. It's Friday night and Jack's wood-fired pizza is famous around these parts. No need for you to be in a hurry to leave. You just got here after all.
Meet me at the tree.